Hey everybody, how's everybody doing today? This week, guys, we're going to talk about how to find a person's true intentions. And this is actually week three of my Transition to Triumph um, course. If you hadn't signed up for it, I'll tell you how you can do that. But that's what we're going to be talking about today. Um, when you meet a person, do they just want sex from you? Do they just want, you know, money from you? Do they just want to use you? How can you figure out what they truly want? That's what we're going to go over today. But before we do that, as I do every week, we're going to go over some some a few basic things. So again, this is week three. This is part of my Transition to Triumph course. Each week, I have some bonus content. So there's going to be a, a bonus video. There's going to be some bonus audio that comes with this. And then you'll get... Um, access to these Facebook live sessions where we talk about all these issues every week. Now, after this whole thing is done, I'm going to have where you can watch all the videos all in one place. You can get all of the audio all in one place. I'm recording this right now. So uh, all those replays will be sent to you. So and they, they're sent via email and I talk about them in my private Facebook group called Relationship Resolutions. You guys make sure to search for that. I want to say thank you guys for joining me today. Thank you, Facebook, for joining me. Thank you, Twitter. I appreciate you joining me. This this week's lesson, again, is how to find a person's true intentions. Now, before we start, I want you guys to turn off all the distractions, please. Everything else you got open, just close that out. I'm not going to take up a lot of your time, but we're going to get down to some, some really good stuff, some really good issues here. Uh, make sure you go to the website. It's MarioRivers.com. Everything that we do about teaching people about how to have quality relationships or how to navigate this current dating land um is on that website so if you're having a problem with guys if you have a problem with women and you want the best tactics on how to navigate the, the current landscape um go over there and check that out thanks guys for being being here you could have been anywhere else i appreciate you thanks for joining me some people are going to catch this on a replay a couple things i want you to do three things i want you to do if you hadn't already checked the lesson out after each lesson again there's a bonus video there's a bonus audio make sure you watch that make sure you read the article make sure you download the the uh, bonus audio that, that's all free stuff for you and i want you to answer those three questions at the very bottom that that's what helps me um make the course better it helps me to help more people to reach more people so i can constantly re recreating constantly uh tweak tweak the course until we get till we get it to where we get you the best help i'm going to do a recap of what we went over these past three weeks and then we'll talk about what's coming up in the next couple weeks so the first week was three amazing questions to find your focus and when you sign when you sign up for this this course is MarioRivers.com forward slash transitions. You get a course overview. That's what I'm going, just a course overview here. So we went over that three amazing questions to find your focus the first week. And that was so you nobody can pull the wool over your eyes, so to speak. So they can't trick you. If you know you uh, don't want a bad boy, when a guy comes to you with those smooth lines, you'll know that that's what this course is preparing you for. You'll know some of the lingo we use and how to have a quality relationship. So that was week one, three amazing questions to find your focus. That's to know who you want and what you want. And then week two, we talked about five key secrets to solid relationships. Again, if you hadn't got a chance to read all of those, I'll tell you how to go back and take those previous lessons. This week, seven strategies or concepts, I call them concepts, to find out what people really want from you. Next, The next two weeks, we're going to talk about three areas every potential couple should agree on, and then six ways to, to 
virtually guarantee you don't end up with a loser. That's going to be a really good lesson because I, basically it's a, it's a way to guarantee that you don't end up with people who waste your time. So I know you guys are going to want to catch that. That's in the next couple weeks. That was the recap of what we have coming up and what we've went over. When you sign up again, you'll get a course overview. That's MarioRivers.com forward slash transition to join the course. And you'll be able to go back and take all the previous lessons. We'll get you caught up. Now on to what we came here to talk about today. And that is seven concepts to help you figure out what a person really truly wants. So I'm going to jump right in. Here's the first one. The first one is to wait, hold, hold out. Time will reveal all things. Don't leave with six. No going in that that is something that's on our minds. So these days, everything moves fast paced. If you get with somebody and they do something you don't like or things don't work out very quickly, it's like on to the next one. People don't take time to get to know one another. If you heard any of what I've said before, if you've read my book here, uh, you know that I'm a big proponent of getting to know someone and taking the time to get to know someone. So that's the first thing. Wait. Um, hold out. I know if you're sexually active, that might be a hard thing to do. But here's the deal. If you lead with sex and you try to come back and expect the guy to treat you like a lady of class, it's going to be hard to come back because you've already led the wrong way. So make him wait. Make him wait. I don't know a good time. We'll get into deeper into that about how long you should wait and all like that like that. Now, unlike other life and relationship experts, I'm not like like Steve Harvey says, wait 90 days. And I'm a big believer that you should wait until you get married. But for realistically, for people who already, you know, are in that type of situation, I wouldn't say 90 days. Here's the second concept. Look at a person, what a person does more than what they say. Here's uh, the reason why you want to do that. Guys, we're salesmen, right? We're great salesmen. If we want something, we'll we'll figure out in our mind what we have to say, what we have to do to get that thing, whatever that might, might be. We're, we're going to figure out what we need to say to win you over. So sometimes that can be misleading. We might say, you know what? I'm really digging you. I really like your your uh, style or whatever they say these days. I haven't dated in a while. but So they say that and then you 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 start listening to that and you say, man, this guy is really nice. He, he, he might look nice. He you know, I like his swag. He comes. He approaches me nice. And that can be misleading. Number two, look at what a person does more than what they say. Here's number three. And actually three and four, I'm going to group together because it's virtually the same. So for men, be gentlemen. For ladies, be ladies of class. Here's what I want to say about that. As far as having class and being a gentleman, classy ladies aren't desperate. They set boundaries, that type of thing like that. So if you meet a guy and you don't set any boundaries, then he's not going to know where he can stop at. He's not. He's going to try everything or whatever. He's going to try to run his game. But if you set a boundary, he'll know that, okay, I can't do that. with this. this is not something we're going to tell you, but we think strategically in our mind about how we can get with you. Definitely set boundaries, have some class, don't be desperate. Here's the fourth one. Adhere to a certain dress code. Now, I know a lot of people might disagree with this, and here's what I mean by adhere to a, to a separate dress code. So in, in one of my courses, um, I actually have a, a, a download. It's a checklist of, of what you can wear to present a certain type of first impression. And I talked a lot in this lesson about first impressions because they're important. How you dress. Here's the deal. Initially, when we first see you, when we first meet you, we do 
I'm not gonna use the word judge, but that's we we judge a book by its cover. Everyone does. When you first meet a person, the first way you see them is gonna create this initial idea of them, whether you know them or not, whether you get a chance to talk to them or not. So I'll make an example. You go to a bar or a club or whatever, church, whatever, wherever you meet them at, right? So if they're wearing super tight stuff, super revealing stuff, that screams, I want attention, right? And that makes you look a couple ways. One, it could mean that you're desperate. Two, it could mean that you're just starved for attention. And when guys see that, this, here's how we're going to approach it. We're not going to be thinking in our head, oh, that's a, uh, you know, that's a classy lady right there. That's wifey material. That's not how we'll be thinking. You know what we'll be thinking. And that's how it's going to start. So dress code, very important because first impressions are everything. When you go to a, a job interview, you wouldn't go to the job interview with shorts on and and a T-shirt you, or, you know, you won't get hired. Right. It's the same thing with relationships. If you're going to date, if you're going to talk, the first impression is very important. So make sure you are wearing something appropriate. And I see a lot of women get upset when guys, uh, you know, yell at them or try to holler at them a certain way. And I'm not saying that it's your fault. It's not. But it has a lot to do with what how you dress and the type of persona that you put off. So to avoid those knuckleheads and it's still going to be some bold ones, but you can curve those off. You can narrow down the field uh, by just what you what you wear and how you present yourself. So that's number four. Adhere to a certain dress code. Here's number five. And a lot of us are guilty of ignoring this one. And that is look at early warning signs. I'll make an example about early warning signs. Every time we meet somebody, it starts off pretty nice, right? You uh, it's, it's a new thing. We like we all like new, new, fresh and it exciting things right uh we get a new car right you like the way the leather feels on your back you like the way the steering wheel feels in your hand you like the way it feels because it's brand new right years down the line you don't feel the same way about that car you might want to trade it in you might want to get a new one and it's no different with relationships so again you have to look at those early warning signs and the most important time to look at those signs is at the very beginning when everything is going okay so you don't you know start to raise your eyebrow or Listen to that intuition after things have went south. You want to do that at the very beginning because that's when most times when we ignore it. These are or, you know, you get caught up in your feelings and your emotions and how well things are going that you just ignore some warning signs. He could have yelled at you one time or something or raises. Maybe he raises his voice, but then he comes back and say, I'm sorry, baby. You know, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to yell at you. And that's OK. But if it's a consistent thing and you ignore ignore it because of whatever reason, something we need to look at. So look at early warning signs. Here's number six. Along with that is don't ignore red flags. You ladies, if I'm going to be 100 percent honest, you ladies have something called intuition. Now, I don't agree that it's always right, but I would say about 95 percent of the time. That means that there's a question that needs to be asked. There's something that needs to be inquired about, you know, because when that thing starts to spasm, obviously you're feeling uneasy about something and you should listen to that. That that doesn't mean a full fledged investigation. You know, you don't go and ask your your, your guy or your partner, or the person you're dating, you know, three thousand questions and and you grill him for three days. Just ask him a question. And when he answers it, take him at his word until he proves by his actions something different that relates back to the second 
concept I said, which is to look at what he does more than what he says. So number six, don't ignore red flags. That means follow your intuition. Ask the question that you need to ask to get the answers that you want to want to get. Here's the seventh and the last concept, and it is ask the right questions. Now, I diverted a little bit from what I taught in the lesson because this is one of the things I felt needed to be in there. And here are three questions that you can ask. Three, three good questions that you should ask when you want to when you want to find out information. And the first thing is this. What are you looking for? A lot of us don't even ask that. We get together. We hook up, especially these days. Everything moves really, really fast paced. And so we don't take time again to get to know one another. And that's that's one of the things that I always teach is to take time to get to know one another. So what are you looking for? And then let the person speak and then listen to what they say and then make sure that what that their actions afterwards follow up with that. Make sure those two are in line. What are you looking for? First question you can ask. Here's the second one you can ask. Where do you see yourself in six months? And there's a specific reason why I teach to ask about down the line in the future. Most people who are good candidates for being in, in a long committed relationship usually have a plan. They don't just live every day uh, by by chance or they don't just accidentally fall into things. They have a plan. They're strategic. And, and even if it's not a step by step because I'm I was in the military. So I'm going to be probably a lot more organized than someone else who probably doesn't doesn't have that type of organization. It'll give you an idea of where their mind is at. It'll give you an idea of what their ambitions and goals are in the future, where they want to go, what they want to do. And then you can take from that and see if that lines up with what you want to do and where you want to go. And if it doesn't match up, no matter how good he looks, no matter how smooth he talks, then you'll know that that's that's a boundary you don't need to cross. So again, where do you see yourself in six months? Great question to ask at the beginning. Here's the third one. Why do you want to date me? Because obviously I'm dating you because eventually I want to I want to I want to put get in the sack with you. You know what I mean? Eventually. That's always on a man's mind. But even for for good men that that's not our only intention, we're very strategic about what we do. Uh, so it's a good question to ask. Why do you want to date me? And just see what they you're you're going to get a slew of different answers to this question. Why do you want to date me? But it'll give you a really good indication on if he in his mind, if he has a future or long term or short term goals with you. Now, if you're one of those people who just like to go with the flow and you want to have fun, I encourage that. But if you're one of those people that really wants a commitment and you know that from from the beginning, from day one, it's a good question to ask. You want to know if it's going to be a uh, long term or short short term. You don't want to here today, gone tomorrow type of situation if you know that you want a commitment. So, it, you know, if you hadn't sat down and had the conversation yet about being in a committed relationship, if he doesn't say that you're not in, in a committed relationship. There's a young lady that I was counseling and this I actually put this in a lesson, too. Um, but there was a young lady I was counseling. She had agreed to a friends with benefits situation with this guy and they, it went on for about Two years, she told me. Uh, around the two-year mark, they used to do things that couples do. They used to go out to show comedy shows together. They used to go out to eat to restaurants, things like that, right? So eventually, you know, uh, when you spend any significant amount of time together with someone, you develop feelings for them. At least women do most of the time. Men do too, but it takes us a lot longer to get there. So here's what she told me. She said he, he stopped doing all those things and... 
He eventually just started calling her when he wanted to come over. It was late at night and he only wanted one thing. We all know what that is. You know, she hit me up and she said, hey, take a look at these messages and let me know what you think. So I looked at the messages. I read the back and forth and immediately it was very clear to me that she was in her feelings. Now, a lot of people see this is where I differ from a lot of relationship and life coaches. She thought I was probably going to be on her side and say, oh, you know, yeah, he was wrong for doing that and stuff like that. But all I did was I looked at the, the facts uh, and and she herself has said, yeah, I agreed to a friends with benefits situation with him. And she had forgot that she made that initial uh, agreement with him. And he was just holding up his end of the bargain. You know, hey, this is how it's going to be. I'm doing what I told you I would do. And she had gotten her feelings involved. And I said, look, you just have to realize that if you don't want that anymore, then you got you guys have never sat down and talked about having a real relationship. And that is one of the biggest things that you have to set a boundary at the beginning. If you agree to a friends with benefits situation and a guy in two years hasn't sat you down and said, you know what, I want to take it to the next level. We're probably not ready to take it to the next level. We like having our cake and eating it, too. We like. Uh, the freedom that we get where we can hang with you, chill with you when we want to and go do what we want to do whenever we want to do it. If you don't want that, then don't agree to a friends with benefits situation. And like I say, some of the things I say, I'm always in your best interest, but it might not be what you want to hear. But it's the truth. Guys won't always tell you, but they'll give you signs. You have to pay attention. So we're going to re recap. I'm about to get to the questions here that people have asked me. We'll get to the, to the Q&A section. The recap. Seven concepts again. To find out what they really want from you. Number one is wait. Hold out. You'll find his true intentions. If his only intention is was to have sex with you, he's not going to wait that long. Second one, look at what a person does more than what they say. So if they always say something like, like you go out to eat and they're like, I forgot my wallet or something like that. Every time you guys go out, chances are he's probably using you for money. I'm just, it's just flat out like that. If he does that consistently over and over, that's just an example. Or he might say, hey, can you get the check? Uh, you know, something something came up every time you guys go out on a date. I'm just talking about general ideas. Again, number two, look at what a person does more than what they say. Number three, be a lady of class. Classy ladies aren't desperate and they set boundaries. They set expectations. And that's really what one thing that this lesson was about is about setting boundaries and expectations. And a further lesson I think it might be in week six. We're going to talk about the key benefits of setting boundaries. That's going to be a good lesson, too. So number four, adhere to a certain dress code. First impressions are everything. The way that he meets you is the way that he's going to continue in his mind going forward. So if you want something of quality, if you want something with a commitment, dress the part. Again, you wouldn't go to a job interview with shorts and a T-shirt. Number five, look at early warning signs. Don't ignore them even when things are going great. And you should pay the most attention at the beginning of the relationship when everything is all peaches and cream. All right. Number six, don't ignore red flags. When you have an, a, a problem with your intuition speaking to you, you need to listen to that. You need to ask a question. Not a full investigation, just a question to get some clarity on what you're feeling, what you're thinking. The last concept is ask the right questions. And there were three questions that I introduced. And one is, what are you looking for? Two is, where do you see yourself in six months? Make sure they have a goal or a plan or at least something with you in it if you're looking for that. And three, why do you want to date me? That'll give you good indications on a person's true intentions. I'll jump right into questions. Uh, Jennifer asks, how do I adjust to changes in behavior from a guy? And the answer is you don't. 
when you're with a guy you're dating, you're looking for consistency. Consistency is is actually one of the biggest things that that uh, dissolve relationships and in marriages as well. So if you're married, if you're dating, whatever, if you're not consistent, how will a person ever be able to build up trust? How will a person be able to take you at your word? They won't. Changes in behavior is usually not a good sign. You want to make sure he's consistent. Here's the second question from Crystal. Crystal says, how do I get them to want to be in a relationship and not just together for a hookup? I remember when I was talking about the second concept, one thing I said is time. Time reveals all things. So you got to give it some time and don't lead with six. And I would say if you're thinking about something serious these days, don't do it before six months. I'm not saying don't. I'm saying wait six months before you decide to sit down and have a conversation and say, yeah, I want to be serious with you. Some people know what they want, but I don't think you can learn uh, a lot about a person in just a couple weeks or one month. Me and my wife have been together now for nine years, going on 10 years in September, and I learn things about her all the time, every day. I'm not a perfect man. I'm telling you, I'm flawed. If I put my wife on here with me, she would she would tell you she's going to list them down a list. Mm -hmm. Number one, number two, number three. Yeah, he ain't perfect. It's not about being for perfect, but you definitely want to give it some time. You definitely don't want to leave with sex and you want to give it at least six months before you consider being in a serious committed relationship these days. Number three, question three. Keisha says, guys think I come off as manipulative and don't understand me. Uh, there are a lot of relationship books out here. And I think one of them is Gary Chapman, Gary Chapman's book. I'm sorry, The Five Love Languages. And I haven't read the whole book. I read like half of it. Anyway, one of the big things, uh, again, another book, men are from Mars, women are from Venus or vice versa. Anyway, the thing is that we have a big communication uh, mismatch. The way that men feel that we're doing certain things or communicating is totally different from what women are feeling. For instance, I might do something nice for my wife, right? Like go take her to a nice dinner. I always I equate everything with money, spending a lot of money on her. I had to learn that, that she doesn't always want money. Sometimes she just want my time. It's about having a communication. Now, God, you say guys think you're manipulative and don't understand you. Here's the deal. I've come up with this thing called the QRA. It's called the quarterly relationship assessment. And this is another thing I go over in one of my courses. I also mention it in my book here, too. I'm going to tell you how I can get the book at the end of this broadcast. But I talk about the QRA and the QRA is simply every three months you, you just sit down and you have a real deep conversation. It's just a guideline. Now, me and my wife. We talk. We don't do the three months all the time, but we do try to make it a point. I know she always gets on me and say, hey, when are we going to do do this thing? Sit down. We need to talk. So every three months is good to, to re up. And I actually have a whole process that you do to increase the communication. So maybe you need to increase the amount of communication. And here's a note for all you ladies. Don't start with we need to talk. We always associate that with a negative connotation. When you say we need to talk, we always thinking that something is wrong. Don't start with I want to talk. I have specific tactics on how you can do that, actually. And I wrote an article titled uh, How to Get Your Point Across Effectively Without Coming On Too Strong. Good question, Keisha. Leslie asks, sometimes I have a lack of money to do anything. Here's what I'll say about the lack of money. If you're dating and you don't have a lot of money, you shouldn't be dating. Wait till you get your house in order. Wait till you, you know, you get some savings under your belt. This is kind of segues into a whole nother deal. Relationships are a part of everything. Set a budget. If you don't have enough money to go out on a date, don't be ashamed of that. Just take yourself off the market. Save up some money. Get on a budget. I'm assuming she was 
uh, referring to dating. But really, if you if you go on a date with a guy, if he offers, he should pay. That's I mean, I'm old school, so I pay almost for everything. Now, me and my wife sort of we share some of the you know, she wants to go out and I say, hey, look, we already reached this budget thing. She'll pay, you know, sometimes. So it's about a, a, a even communication thing. But if if you don't have a lot of money, you shouldn't be dating. Just get on a budget, written budget every time, every check, and you'll start to see some progress. Hope I answered your questionnaire, uh, Leslie. OK, this is the last question. Opal says women are strong-minded, especially women who can finance themselves. I'm not chasing and I'm not into petty games. Here's what I'm going to talk about for you strong women. For you independent women, but we love independent women, but here's what we don't like. A lot of independent women say, they talk about this phrase that I'm going to talk about after this, which is that they say men haven't been taught how to lead. As far as women who can finance themselves, there's two things that you have to learn how to balance really well. One is being independent. The other is being submissive. Women don't like the word submissive. They don't like when, when men say, oh, you should be submissive. But I'll tell you this. All the married women out there know what we mean when we say submissive. That doesn't mean you're our slave. That doesn't mean that we rule you. It doesn't mean any of that. It just means that you know how to stay in your lane. You know how to play your role. Playing your role can mean a bunch of different things. And I'll get more into that. I actually wrote an article titled, Whose Role Is It? And it, it was talking about actually uh, successful women who are the breadwinners in their family. And I asked the question in my group, do you think that that they should if they're the breadwinner, they should take on a man's role? And the answer to that is never. They sh Everybody has roles to play. Men should play theirs. Women should play theirs. So um, if you're strong minded, you need to learn the, the the difference or in the balance between being submissive in the way that I'm talking about, not being subservient, but being submissive and being independent. And a lot of times those two really, really clash, especially with women who are used to running the show. I'm all about empowering women, uh, power to the women. But uh, you do if you have a man, he doesn't want to know every day that you can take care of yourself. He wants to know that you know how to appreciate him. He wants to know that you care about him being there. You know, we don't we don't care that you make more money. I mean, it bruises some men's ego, but not me. I wish my wife would make more money than me. I'd be raking it in now. Opal, I hope that answered your question. Now, this thing about men that hadn't been taught to lead, here's the thing. That's relative. That's relative. Your idea of a man leading could be totally different. Like, I know sometimes me and my wife disagree on things, and she thinks she disagrees with me. Therefore, she thinks in some areas that maybe I don't know how to lead. Here's the deal. I can admit that my wife makes me better in some areas and I make her better in some areas. And that's what a relationship is about. That's what it's all about. Uh, but it doesn't mean I don't know how to lead. It just means that we differ in, the, in opinion. And I just spoke about playing your role and learning how to be submissive and independent at the same time. You, If you're a woman, you can't be a man. Don't try to be. It's going to create some clashes and eventually the dude will either leave or you'll leave. Or it's going to be a lot of arguments. And no one likes arguments. I hate arguments. I've got a Mother's Day sale going on Twitter. I got a Mother's Day sale going on. You can get the book. For more than 25% off, you can go to MarioRivers.com forward slash Mother's Day Special. MarioRivers.com forward slash Mother's Day Special. No spaces. All the things that we're talking about in this whole 12-week course, Transition to Triumph and my other course and my Foundations uh, course, all of this stuff that we're talking about is pretty much in the book. So make sure to get you a copy. It's discounted and I will sign it myself. I'll sign it and send to you and you'll get the ebook. So you'll get two things for the price. 
of one actually for less than the price of one uh, i want you guys to go pick that up please thank you for supporting me in advance for everybody who's already bought the book i think that's about it guys if you hadn't signed up for the course yet again it's marioriverscom forward slash transition i would love to walk with you through the course i have a new chat feature on my website and on every page of the every course every lesson so if you need some assistance you have any questions you can just click on the blue chat icon in the bottom right corner and so either me or somebody from my team will get right back to you with a direct answer i've counseled a few people that way here in the last couple days it's a new feature i just got on my website thanks for joining me guys and uh, the replays will be available if you want to sign up to get replays to everything I do, every podcast, every Facebook live, the audio version, uh, just in case, you know, when you're commuting or at the gym or cleaning, washing dishes or whatever. If you like to listen better, I have the replays available for you. You can sign up for that at MarioRivers.com forward slash FB live as in Facebook live. So um, MarioRivers.com forward slash FB live and just sign up with your name and email. It doesn't cost you anything. And I'll just send you the replays every time I release one of these. Make sure you go back and comment. Let me know how you like this Facebook live session, the Twitter live session. Uh, make sure you leave comments there for me, how I can make it better, what you don't want to hear about, what you don't want to see, and what I'm doing right. I appreciate you guys joining me. Again, if, if you're interested, all this stuff is on my website. It's at MarioRivers.com. Um, you don't have to try to remember it all. Just go to my website and everything is there. Thanks for joining me, guys. I probably said that about 800 times already, huh? I'll see y'all later. I enjoy coming here with you guys every week. Yeah, next week we're going to talk about three areas every potential couple should agree on. All right, y'all take care. Have fun, peace, blessings, and prosperity to you.